Welcome to the Momgasm Podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. fucking time is it deluxe daddy time it is deluxe daddy time in like a hot minute after i introduced this episode so welcome to our 420 gonna be a week late episode (laughs) we are diving into all things cannabis and motherhood because this is something that is near and dear to our hearts because we both happen to be moms who love cannabis that yeah. being said, this is our sweet little disclaimer for all of you that are listening to this in your ear holes. We are the first to say that cannabis is not for everyone, and it definitely has a bit of an art in figuring out what the right method strain is for you and it's not going to be for you at every stage of your life we are not here to advise you in your cannabis journey we're simply here to share our own story and journey with cannabis and where we are today so if you do have questions we're happy to kind of field some of those questions or help you feel out your own journey in the momgasm den so if you're not already there this is another reason to get your buns in there because I know yep. that we're going to be having all of these conversations and more. So much more. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, do your research. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Walk boldly into the sector of knowledge and with cannabis. I don't know. That's a hard, that's a hard <laughs> one for you. Anyway, since it is 420 in like two days and we're talking about all things cannabis, we thought it would be super appropriate or potentially a disaster <laughs> if we partook in a little uh, cannabis token tonight. So, a little tokey toke. I've got my deluxe daddy heating up. We're Tonight we are using a, I believe it's a higher CBD blend. So it's... Um, yeah, I don't know what. It's it's cross the room. I guess 9% CBD, 6% THC. Yeah, so it's like 2 to 1. It's pretty good. Right? 2 to 1? I don't know fucking no fractions. I'm feeling the CBD stuff lately. I only smoked it Me once too. or twice, actually. Mm. Like, mostly I just smoke really high THC, but I smoked, uh, yeah, the CBD stuff I've smoked is... I vape, Sarah. I don't smoke. Well, yeah, when I say smoke, <laughs> I, I do mean vape. Um... But yeah, no, it's um, it's just a totally different feeling. It's I oh, really, yeah, really. Ready. Yeah, she's ready. Y'all should ready. I mean, yeah, he's ready. Y'all should. Ouch. Um. But yeah. CBD. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I mean, well, what's funny is like when I first started out and was getting more into cannabis I was not uh, a CBD person but it's what's interesting is like where I am and we're going to get into this um in a bit is I've shifted to needing more like mm-hmm. higher CBD lower THC uh and a lot of that actually has to do with mothering which is super fucking interesting mm-hmm. yeah no I honestly I did not know really much about CBD until the last fuck 
don't know, maybe like six months, and I was looking into CBD for my mother mm. um, to help with her arthritis. She's got it really, really bad, and she just uses um, some medication and like creams and stuff for her pain. And I was like, Mom, like you really gotta try CBD. You really gotta try CBD. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then yeah, just I, try the plant. I know, right? right? So I think next time she comes up, I'm gonna be like, here try this please just like tell me how you feel afterwards because mm. i think it's going to do wonders for your all the pain that you feel for your life. life yeah exactly for your life i don't know my dad really wants your smoking he, he keeps saying i just just do it just do it yeah. it's way better for you but i mean like there and this is the thing like there's so much stigma and misinformation around cannabis and like the reality of what it's like being a cannabis consumer. Like, Mm -hmm. I know for me, um, and this is sometimes true, but it's like I have this image of like, oh, I'm not going to be able to be a functioning (laughs) human being if I'm high. I'm going to, like, surrender to the couch and crush chips for hours, and that's all I'm going to be. So it's like I actually wrote an article for um, Weed Talk, which is now, I believe, called The Reef, they is just it? they just rebranded like oh. in the last week I think yeah um, prepping for like 420 because they wanted to be more in line with the coast the reef get it super yes. clever but I wrote an article for them about cannabis and motherhood and um, this was the biggest thing where I was like I was so fucking terrified to start talking about using cannabis as a mom. Because I had this belief myself that cannabis users were bound to the couch and not contributing members of society. Because that's the fucking image that's put out to us Mm -hmm. through the warnings that our parents give us. Through how drugs are portrayed. Well, cannabis specifically Mm -hmm. is portrayed through the media. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For a very, very long time. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, good. I'm also done. <laughs> <laughs> just like hanging on to it. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and this is the thing. This is what I love. So I mean, when I started with cannabis, and this is why I love doing this like disclaimer thing. When I started with cannabis, I started in all the wrong ways. Like it was hey, I'm at a party. I don't really know anything about this. I don't know what you're passing me. I'm already two drinks deep. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll take a fucking hit. Like, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Cough my lungs out and then go pass out on the floor somewhere. <laughs> you're laughing because I know that you've experienced this. Because I yeah. think half the time it happened at your party. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throwing it way fucking back. <laughs> But how many of us have had like a similar experience? Like that's so many. Our our introduction to cannabis, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey man, come take a toke. Like, yeah, right. Either like taking a toke under the high school bridge where you have no idea what you're smoking, and you feel the pressure of finishing the joint because it just keeps getting passed <gasps> oh, to you. But I you were di- but you were done like six halls ago. Oh, you just get so right. fucked up. <laughs> and, oh. then, and then you're like. This wrecked. Yeah. Am I the only one? Do they just do this way more than I do? Right? Oh, right? Everyone <laughs> is thinking that. <laughs> but some people play it off so cool, and you're like, uh, how are you standing upright? I know. That, yeah, you're, yeah. 
Right? Very, because, yeah. because we've been there. Like, we've all been there. Or it's that, like, I've had drinks, and again, it's yeah. getting past me, so I feel this, like, obligatory peer pressure of, like, everybody yeah. else is still taking hits, so am I still supposed to take hits? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> right? But this is why, like, education and knowledge is so important in going mm-hmm. into having a relationship with cannabis. Yeah. Like, I wish, I wish somebody had pulled me aside and, like, talked to me about all of the different things. Like, I didn't know there was different strains. I didn't know there yeah. was THC and CBD. I knew about THC, but it was like, THC is going to fuck up your brain. Yeah, it was just a fear-mongering shit. That right? That's all I knew. But I didn't know CBD was even a thing. I didn't no know idea. there was, like, I thought there was, like, one pot plant. <laughs> The mother plants. Right. All other plants come from. <laughs> right. But I thought there was like just this one plant and that was it. Yeah. Right? Honestly, yeah. When I think about my, you know, my understanding of it when I was a teenager, that's probably very similar. Right. I had no, I didn't know about different strains. Oh my God. And when you bought it from the dealer, they'd be like, yeah, this stuff's purple haze or this And I'm like, what the fuck are names? Yeah. I was like, what does this mean? Like, I don't understand. Is it the color of it? Like, I, right? It? You know, I, I didn't understand there was actually, you know, sativa and indica. Yeah, indica and there's and hybrids. Hybrids. Yeah, no idea about any of that shit. Like, I didn't either. No. This one's Purple Kush. I was like, ooh, that must be good. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> I have no way to fucking quantify anything. So it's I not mean... like I had a little notebook of all the weeds <laughs> I tried my whole life. <laughs> but you can do that now. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Fuck. But I mean, like, this is this is the problem. Like, there's there's... There's no education around it, or at least there wasn't before legalization. Yeah. And now it's like... You almost felt stupid if you asked, yeah. right? Especially where it was like this hush hush under the table. I have to do something that's illegal because when I started using cannabis, it was before um, legalization. Mm-hmm. When I started, okay, when I started using cannabis regularly mm-hmm. in my life, where I actually did have to buy it myself rather than like awkward have a party, somebody left it. Oh sweet, I've lucked out. <laughs> fucking heydays. But no, I actually had to go and find somebody and, and yeah. get it myself. It wasn't legal. And so I did have to go through um, a dealer who was like the sweetest human ever. And what was great is he actually took the time and sat down and started educating me on the wow. different things that were available. That's a really nice dealer. He was amazing. Wow. He Seriously, he like sent me all of these massive text messages talking to me about the difference between sativa and indica and like hybrids and like... Wow. Letting me know what he had and and shout what it out felt to Lindsay's like. old dealer, <laughs> right? Like he he was just like he was the first person that opened my eyes to the possibilities that mm. there was with cannabis. Because when I started um, with him, I guess I was in a position where. I was dealing with a lot of physical pain and I didn't want to go through the process of like getting a medical card. Mm -hmm. Highly regret that decision. Now I should have just fucking gone and done it, especially because I knew so many amazing people. But again, there was this like weird stigma of like, oh, well, if I go there, then people are going to know about it Mm -hmm. and it's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Again, big regrets now. That would have been the fucking best thing to do because again, it would have been... um, easily accessible knowledge yeah and I would have had to do a lot less fine-tuning and figuring out myself Mm -hmm. right yeah but 
it was the first time that I, I had a little bit of knowledge to figure out what was going on. So I was dealing with high pain. In the past, I had kind of dabbled and was on and off of cannabis enough um, that I knew I really liked high THC because I also have ADD. So it like gave me that focus, mm -hmm. that like laser focus. If I had a project or something I needed to get done, if I had to clean the house, if something was going on, yeah. um, I would just take a little because that was also the, the trick for me is like just a little bit. Microdosing, Microdosing. is a game changer. Yeah. Um, game changer. And so it's like I would just take a hit or two off the vape and then I would like get to work. And yeah. it was really helpful for me. And then nowadays I have to switch things up where it's higher CBD, lower THC. And I learned this through my dealer where I started to deal with this chronic pain and I was like, oh, like what, what should I be doing? Like, I find this isn't really helping me. I was like, it's, it distracts me, mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily help me. He's like, oh, because you're using the wrong thing. Hmm. You should be using this. Yeah. And, I, and then he was like, oh, I also have like oils and edibles and this and that. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I didn't even know this shit existed or I could purchase it. So slow down. Give me a minute. Let a me like, right? But let me figure, let me figure it out. And so it's like really exciting now. I mean, yes and no. There are pros and cons yeah. to legalization, but I'm like really looking forward to the variety of things that will be available mm -hmm. and hopefully more conversations, more knowledge, more education so that you can realize that, oh, if I tried cannabis once and it was a fucking train wreck. Yeah. Don't necessarily blame it on the plant. Oh, what was it? I think it was Bo from Canadian Lumber said this at the cannabis sessions. And it was brilliant. He was saying, like, if you go out and you get drunk and you get, like, shit-faced off your ass, you vomit, you do stupid shit, you wake up the next day, you don't blame it on the alcohol. You blame it on your poor choice. Mm -hmm. It should be no different with something like cannabis. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if I go out and I get fucking trashed out of my mind and I make bad choices or I end up vomiting or whatever I wake up the next day I'm like oh I was such a fucking idiot yeah I no. shouldn't have drank that much but I'm yeah. not like alcohol's the devil <laughs> well some mornings I've definitely said that <laughs> but you know what I mean I do right? know what you mean yeah right no, so in a lot of the time instead you just make a better decision you don't have as much next time or you switch up what you're drinking Mm -hmm. right yeah you switch from like hard liquor Conscious to wine or right yeah. so anyway that was like brilliant and i don't know why we're not doing that mm -hmm. yeah no but my upbringing into weed was extremely similar to yours i i guess maybe growing up in a hippie house <laughs> my parents uh for anyone who's listening who's from my hometown of Westville, Nova Scotia, Westville, you will... Westville, what? What? <laughs> Westville, what? Uh, Westville, what? Fuck. <laughs> um, You've lost me, friend. Yeah. Oh, God, Westville. Uh, my dad, he's a drummer, and my mom is just a badass bitch. Oh and my God, your uh, parents sound legendary. They are amazing. John and Inez Muirhead, amazing people. <laughs> And so I'm I'm the youngest of four. I have three older siblings, and really, yes. Um, 
And I feel bad because my sister, she's she's the eldest. She's six years older than me. Her teenage years were vastly different to mine. And oh, she I'm likes sure. To she likes to hold it over my head. I'm, I'm really sorry, Meg. Uh, so my mom and dad were pretty lenient. And I although I didn't have... Well, I guess I did talk to them about weed. I, I definitely did. And I think I had talked to them even about doing acid, like things like that. Um, they were totally okay with weed because I knew that my dad, he smoked weed. He, he smoked weed since he started smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> he just never stopped. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I didn't know about different strains. I didn't know about any of that type of shit. It was, like you said, going to the party, the joint gets passed around. Oh you get absolutely fucked. And that was just my whole understanding of weed. Yeah. And then after a while, after you start using weed so much... I st for some people, for me, it happened. I got the anxiety. I got the paranoia. I got all the bad things because mm. I was abusing the drug. I wasn't mm -hmm. consciously consuming it. I wasn't using it for any purpose. I was just using it to get fucked up mm. on top of other things I was already fucked up on. So I stopped smoking weed for a really long time. Um, I At parties, my drug of choice was acid. It was E. It was drinking. But it was never marijuana. Mm. And I only really started consuming marijuana again uh, a few months ago. Mm. Um, I guess last year, maybe it was. I discovered that <clears throat> while I was pregnant with Roland, I was getting like really flushed at night, like hot ears, hot face. And it was like mm. that for months, probably like the last two trimesters of it. And when I gave birth to Roland, the first few times that I drank immediately as soon as I took the first sip my face just went flush my ears went red hot it was just like it was uncomfortable it felt like I was having an allergic reaction to be completely honest like maybe I do I don't know if I've developed an allergic reaction to alcohol maybe it was for like the first few months it's not so bad now so I said to Ollie one night he was having a toke that was always the deal like if I had a drink Ollie would have a toke mm. you know we never wanted to not participate with the other one not participating like we always felt like it wasn't fair to the other mm. and so one night all he says to me he's like i think i have a toke tonight do you want me to you want me to get you a glass of wine i was like you know what ollie nah like i think i nah i think i might have a toke actually and he was like what <laughs> you're gonna smoke <laughs> i was like yeah i was like i'm just gonna take like the teeniest tiniest little toke I remember when we went out to Water and Bone. No, before that, it was like when we were, I think it's when we were at either in Toho or I think maybe in Toho. Okay. We had had the big conversation of like weed, cannabis, and motherhood. Right. We had this big conversation because right. you were like, do you? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is like the first time we got together, I didn't say anything about it because I was still, what? I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't. Oh. But I like, it's that weird, yeah. like, not every mom is cool about it because of the stigma. And so it's, like, yeah. again, going back to, like, writing that article, yeah. when I, I hadn't public, publicly come out to, like, anybody. Mm -hmm. There was, like, you and maybe five other people mm -hmm. in my life that knew um, I had been using cannabis. And so this was, like, my big outing. And it's, like, it took me so long, even though I was using it on and off, um pretty much medicinally mm -hmm. um for oh like for three years I didn't say anything because I was like oh I don't want it to affect 
the way people view me. I don't want it to oh, affect absolutely. Like, the yeah. way people think I parent. I, I would don't... talk about it amongst friends and family, but like oh, online see, not even... on social media, no, but not no, at all. But like not even. Like I didn't even I had wow. so it's funny, I actually remember that I remember this. So I have like quite a few really great uh friends that also happen to be mothers that have used cannabis. Um throughout their journey and I remember I was at an event and while we were at this event like there was a few of us that had this like big outing to each other where it's like somebody outing about weed yeah like somebody had um brought their medicine and I think I don't know if I like smelt it or what happened but like it was kind of that like we locked eyes and it was like wait you use oh shit I use this is awesome why didn't we know this and then we had this big conversation of like how long have you used like how did I not know this why weren't we talking about this etc etc so it's so funny that like so many of us have like stayed quiet and closeted even with this whole legalization thing where so many people are like oh yeah I've smoked fucking weed for years Mm -hmm. There's a lot of us that are still kind of hesitant to come out because of that big picture image of, like, you're going to be stuck on your couch, yeah. arms deep in fucking snacks, yeah. doing nothing, and your kids are going to get neglected. And so it's well, like... Well, yeah, and I think that that idea is ingrained because yes. of how, honestly, we abused it, you know? Well, our first I, introduction to well, it, and, right? But that's the issue is that no one educated us about it, mm-hmm. so we abused the drug. We have bad experiences about it. And so going into it, you know, with the legalization, um, perhaps you're coming out to everybody, but there still is that, even for myself, like, even though I know all of the great things that cannabis does for me, and I know that at the end of the day, it's just a fucking plant, Mm. like, that's all it is. So stop making a big deal out of it. But at the end of the day, there still is that little part of me that's like, I remember what that, you know, what image I was projecting when I was a teenager by smoking mm. weed. I wanted to project that I was, okay. a, I was a ruffian. And so that that little seed is still yeah, kind yeah. of there. It's like, so if people know that I'm smoking weed, are they going to look at me like, look at that mother, she's a ruffian. Like, are they she's gonna, a ruffian. <laughs> like, are they going to have that perception of me? But, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just a plan. It's similar to you want to take a drink of wine at the night. What was I just gonna? Night. What was I just gonna say? It was like I had this moment of, oh fuck, I really need to say this, and now it's that's gonna happen a lot. We just but this, but this happens to me anyway. Like this has nothing. Well, not nothing, um, but very little to do with being high. Like I genuinely just get these thoughts and then if I don't act on the thought that's also mom brain but mom brain while high is just not a good (laughs) don't ask me to memorize someone's phone number that's all I'm gonna say oh my god you're funny do you remember that though back in the day you'd have to remember your friend's phone number. you could only remember seven though seven people's phone numbers we have like a capacity to only remember Okay, but besides that, like, you knew your all your friends' phone numbers. If someone asked me today, what's Lindsay's phone number? You're like, I don't fucking know. The only phone number I know, I know is Oliver's yeah. and my mom and dad's. Yes, same. That's it. Because my mom and dad's have the same fucking phone number since I was a baby. Same. So, I almost just gave out my phone number publicly. That would have <laughs> not been a good idea. Uh, actually, it was my parents that I was going to, like, fucking chime off by heart. And then I... Glad that I had a wherewithal to be like, that's not a good that's idea. Not the best that's not a good do. idea. Um, fuck, what was I going to say, though? It's really going to piss me off. 
It'll come to you, man. No, it probably won't. Let's be honest about that right probably now. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about stigma. You were talking about your experience of being a ruffian. Yeah, having and having that scene there. worrying about that. And now that I'm image like, of people still looking at me like that. Looking at me like, oh, Sarah, she's back at it again with the weed. <laughs> Are you Mr. Bean? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's happening? <laughs> Every village has a Mr. Bean. I didn't grow up in a village. Why did I say that? <laughs> Sarah, your high is showing. Oh, that's great. Oh it's my a great God. feeling. Such a good feeling. It's been a long day. <laughs> it has been a long day. But a great day. I, I don't know what I'm you talking about. You did have a great, great day. day. Um, yeah, that thought, I, we're squirreling right now because I'm really yeah. fucking pissed. I can't think of that thought because yeah. it was like a, it was a good aha moment. Yeah. And now it's gone forever. But yeah, the stigma, the stigma is real and it's also like getting over, getting, like you said, getting over the stigma for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Educating yourself, like educating yourself and the, the um, oh, I know what I was going to say. It came back to me. There we go. Hallelujah. You were talking about using cannabis as a teenager. My first thing, and this is like what I plan to like drive home to my kids, is we shouldn't be using cannabis until we're at least twenty-one. Like because of brain development and yeah, no, all of that. Like you shouldn't. I mean, one no, but like scientifically, like if you go and research this, Mm -hmm. this is where like Kira could like blow our fucking minds right open. because again, I don't have all the stats. I don't have all the mm. stuff. But like, there have been multiple studies that show um, the effect of cannabis on the developing brain mm-hmm. and how it can be harmful. Mm-hmm. Versus, once your brain is already developed, which happens around twenty-one, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's great. Not gonna not gonna cause any problems. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm definitely somebody that wants to educate my kids. Like, hey. It's great, it's wonderful, but we need to respect it and know the effects that it can have. And I want you to wait yeah. until your brain is fully developed yeah. and then you can start experimenting and finding what the right mix is going to be for you based on your life, your situation, what's going on, um, and all of that stuff. And so, I mean, the other reason that I'm using CBD or higher CBD um, strains now versus the THC that I used to love is when I started experiencing postpartum anxiety. Um, THC will exacerbate your anxiety a lot of the times. And so for me, CBD is really helpful with like putting a handle on that. But it's a fine line. So it's like microdosing is something that we wanted to talk about on this episode, which I guess we're doing now, Um, which is a really big one for like parenting, Mm -hmm. right? So I mean, I, I generally prefer and choose not to medicate if I'm solo, solo parenting most of the time. Mm-hmm. That being said, if I wake up and I have a really bad headache, um, if I'm having a really high pain day with my shoulder and neck stuff that, that happens on occasion, mm-hmm. um, and it's the difference between like me not being able to get off the couch um, and actually parenting, mm-hmm. then I'll totally microdose. Yep. And it's like I've been able, I've been working with the plant and playing with it enough and know myself enough that I know exactly Mm-hmm. what I need to take mm-hmm. and like how to take it. So it's like I made that big batch of cookies and I know like if I'm having a really high pain day, quarter of a cookie and I'm solid yeah. for like a good five hours. Yeah. So it's like in that regard, it's almost like the difference between like taking a Tylenol. 
mm-hmm. right? Yep. Like I'm just I'm choosing to work with a plant versus a pharmaceutical. Yeah. That's what I actually I microdosed for the first time last week. That's when I texted you about it. It was yes. the first time I did it. I've been having horrible, <clears throat> horrible shoulder and neck pain for probably about a solid two months. I've tried everything. I've tried yoga, meditating, baths, heat pads, creams, all of the stuff. The pain is there. And so last week it, I woke up and it just came full on and I picked up Roland and it just like something happened in my left shoulder oh. and it went all down my collarbone and up through my neck. And I was like, Jesus motherfucking Christ, what am I going to do? Like it was that, that moment of I'm going to be in a horrible mood all day cause I'm in so much yeah. pain. So I'm not going to be able to give as much as I would normally give to the boys. I'm not going to have enough energy to do the laundry, do this, that, and the other. I'm going to be mm. pissed so I won't make dinner. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a little toke because that's what I would do if this was seven o'clock and the boys went to bed. I would take a toke because it would help the pain. I was like, if this means that it's going to get me through the day with the boys and I'm going to be more there for them and it's going to take away my pain, let's fucking do it. I took the tiniest little baby hit and like, I felt like I was walking on sunshine. Yeah. Like, it was such an immediate it's, effect on my pain tolerance, and my mood immediately uplifted. Yeah. And I was like, Henry, let's go outside. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Like, Roland was upstairs napping. I was like, let's just go and, like, dig in the mud. It's going to be fucking amazing. And we had the best day yeah. ever. And when Oliver came home, I told him I microdosed. He was just like, what? You microdosed? And he's like, how was it? And I told him, and he was so stoked. Yeah. And, yeah, he was just really happy that I was able to take care of that because he knows how much it's been bothering yes. me. So, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Funny. The witchy side of me wants to be like, <laughs> are you taking on everyone's responsibilities? Do you feel like you have the weight of the, the world on your shoulders? Oh, yes. Should do a little work around that. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a lot of work being done around yeah. that. Um, but honestly, in the last couple of days it's been feeling really good. Nice. So yeah, which is funny with that universe tarot card that I got, it felt right. very spot on. Right. Yeah. Very. But that's, it's funny. Cause it's like, I've been, I've been noticing and it's funny when you deal with chronic pain, um, you don't want to jinx it when things start to feel really good. Right. Yeah. But I, like for real. Yeah. And so I've been, um, I've not had pain in like, I've had, like, probably more no pain days than pain days in the last, like, month, two months. Nice. Which has been really ridiculous. And really awesome. Um, Yeah, so I haven't had to use Mm. as much. Or, like, I haven't had to use for the same reasons. Mm -hmm. Not that I have to use. Like, that's a shitty way of putting that. Mm -hmm. But, um... It's, yeah, it's been really, really great. Mm-hmm. Like, really great. I'm really yeah. stoked about it. Yeah. No, of course it would be. Right? <laughs> right? Like, I've been feeling really good. Like, we cannabis is just, it is an absolute miracle plant. The amount yes. of, of positive things it has. You know, we were saying this before we started recording, but it's like, it helps with pain. It helps with stress. <laughs> you dig into those, you have an onion. Um... <laughs> Pain, stress, um, um, insomnia, um, anxiety, depression. Um, it helps with... Can. Can. I think this is important to, like, preface that it can help. Yes. It won't always. It's a case-by-case case basis. Yes. 
And, it, and it, like, this is the point where the, the research conversation comes in is it comes down to the different strains. It comes down to the amount of you smoke. It co- comes down to what you're smoking it with. How, yeah. How you're smoking it. So or there's all these different... Edibles. Yeah, oils, edibles. Everything adi- uh, affects topicals. you differently. But these, a lot of people, you know, that I know have told me of the benefits of it. And, you know, and, and just thinking about, like, in getting down to like different types of pain tolerance, like what you're going through, chronic pain, mm. my mother, arthritis, even though she hasn't ha- doesn't use it, I know full well that if she slathered on some CBD cream, that it would help way more than the shit that she's buying and using up like so quickly. Um, but yeah, it's just amazing the amount of positives. Like you can't say that about alcohol. No. You cannot say that about alcohol. You can't say... When I put the alcohol on my, sh- on my actually, sore shoulders. Actually, <laughs> you can disinfect things, but that's you about it. You can when you're like, you got an open wound, but. That's like... about it. That's about the only <laughs> use. Like in those old alcohol. Western movies, you got a fucking gunshot. Get the whiskey. <laughs> no one's saying, go get the strawberry daiquiri. Oh God, no, not with sugar in it. You need a higher alcohol content than that to get fucking Get the moonshine. <laughs> Purell is alcohol. It's ethanol. But please yeah. don't drink no, ethanol. Don't. Yeah. Please don't do that. But yeah, you know, and when I, I think the other conversation that comes up when, especially with mothers using mm. cannabis, is the conversation of what's the difference between you microdosing and you dr- day drinking? What's the difference between that? And how That's does a really that make interesting you, question. right? And how does, and on the outside, that doesn't make you look like a very good mother if you're day drinking. When I when that question's been posed to me, I'm like, but, and I and, I, and the thing is, is I want to say Actually, something. Actually, no, no, no. Like I don't think that there's anything wrong with a mom having like a tiny glass of wine with her lunch. Well, there's the thing. So it's like, what do you mean? Because microdosing, when you microdose, you're not getting super blazed up oh, no. vegetable on the couch. It's literally like a tiny little kick to like. Just give you that energy, that boost, to take away that pain, to just get your ass up off the couch sometimes. Mm. If it's, you know, you are suffering from whatever. But even if you're not, okay, even if you're not. Even if you're not. Because because I have quite a few friends that microdose cannabis. They're not, I, like, even that aren't parents that microdose throughout the day. Not mm. because they need to or have some, like, chronic mental condition or um, pain issues mm-hmm. i was like i forgot the word for pain for a minute um sometimes just to relax ju- no just because they like it mm-hmm. and that's okay too mm-hmm. yeah but that's that's so microdosing this is what i'm saying microdosing is the equivalent of to a glass of wine yeah when you say day drinking that is day drinking that is okay like, my I understanding of day drinking is i'm getting drunk and like continuing to drink until yeah. i close my eyes at night yeah it's different that when i was which, a young 20 year old day drinking was going out for lunch and getting a shit face yes but which <laughs> like also the conversation i think shifts if you're if you're getting high to the point of overconsumption all day yeah every day like there's there's this fine line between and again different for different for everybody yeah. like i can't i can't generalize like that because no. generalization is horrible and not helpful but there's this fine line between like using it for my benefit and like reaping the rewards and overconsumption which is to my detriment absolutely right and yeah. it's not necessarily that it's like 
outwardly negatively affecting my life in that like I'm I'm vomiting or yeah right like it's different in alcohol in that sense but yeah. I can also miss out and check out of a lot of my life mm-hmm. with cannabis and oh that's not, absolutely that's not helpful no so I mean we were having this interesting conversation beforehand where we were talking about like using cannabis to spiritually bypass things mm-hmm. where um in in the realm of individuals that are like actively working on spiritual growth and connecting to themselves, their third eye, the universe, yeah. God, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard so many people or seen personally so many people that are like, oh, like I use, I use cannabis to like, um, reach some sort of enlightenment and like go inwards and like suss out the things can you say that about alcohol no but it's not no 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 no. but that's not where i'm going with this i know but i'm just saying this is the um, this is how incredible this drug is this is the benefit Mm. that you can get from it but there i've seen like that and yes you can use it that way Mm. but also people getting uncomfortable in their lives and then just automatically going to use cannabis to numb out and yeah. check out, but yeah. but call it like, yeah. oh, I'm spiritually enlightening myself. Mm-hmm. No, it's still really important to sit with what you're in for a while and not get in the habit of like numbing out all the time or like checking out all the time yeah. um, and actually existing and being in the real world. Yeah. You got to deal with your shit first. <laughs> cannabis to me is, 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 definitely a tool in so many different mm. ways it the way that it affects me is uh i use it for pain tolerance for relaxing and for enlightenment i use it for sex baby really use it for sex do you not remember the lube conversation oh yeah see i've never been able to use a lube but i don't like i don't smoke i mean sometimes we end up having sex afterwards but very rarely does that happen because usually at night when ollie and i smoke we either like to just chill out on the couch together or we go and do our own thing. I draw, I write, I mm. meditate, I tarot. Like, I use it for an enhancement to, you well, know, Well, you can check in a lot quicker. You can check in a lot quicker. Absolutely. Like and I know if I'm... The other thing that I do it for is if I'm... If at... You know, there's something that I can't quite figure out. I can't work out in my head. There's a, there's a dilemma or a problem. And say all day I've been trying to sort it out and figure out what to do and which direction to go in. I know that as soon as I consume cannabis give myself an hour, go upstairs to my room, get my, turn off the lights, get my journal and everything else, think about that problem. But when I turn on that light, I know exactly what to do. And it was the right decision every time. Well, I think what it's doing though in that sense is like, it's just clearing the slate a little Absolutely. bit, right? It gets rid like of your ego. Just... It gets rid of your mask, your ego, all of your preconceptions of how the world works, how you've been trained mm. to think that the world works. Gets rid of all of that, and you see people in the world and situations for truly what what they're deep. like. Dude, I get real philosophical. I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> Me and Ollie, we just have really deep conversations all the fucking time. Oh my God, we need to like all get together more. Oh, this is what Alyssa and I were talking about the other day too. I was like, we all need to like collectively yes. get together more. Yes. Um. Yeah. Big yes to that, by the way. Right? Yeah. Big, big, fat big, yes big to ups, that. Big ups. Big ups. <laughs> um, yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> also, thousand apologies. I am attempting to quietly eat chips. I think I've been doing a pretty good job. You, yeah, you actually have. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. And I know you're like, how stereotypical of you, Lindsay. 
You're eating chips. Didn't you just talk about smashing stereotypes? You know what? I'm fucking hungry and that's okay. The chips are delicious. Thank um, you, Kettle Brand, for your... This episode... For your yogurt and green onion. <laughs> this episode is not sponsored by Kettle Brand, but if you would like to sponsor a future episode, let us know. <laughs> We are two willing mothers, ready to consume your products. Who actively consume them frequently anyway, like, let's yes. be real about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so what are some of... Sorry, I will swallow my chips. I was going to ask, actually, Okay. how... Because this is maybe one thing that people might be wondering is how using cannabis affects you as a mom. Mm. And, and like, I wanted to elaborate more on when you were talking about the conversations you want to have with Alexis and Fallon. Yeah. Like, kind of age. like, cause those are things me and Ollie love talking about. Me too. Um, so yeah. Oh, okay. Well, here's, here's a conversation. Do your boys ever see it? Nope. No. Uh, they've never seen a smoking. When I microdosed last week, Henry or Roland was napping and Henry was watching TV, so he didn't see it. But they may have seen Oliver like getting out the vape to clean it. Yeah, he did. One so Henry does know about it. We have talked about him. Nice. Talked about it already. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was um when I was going through a period of because I had my nexties up completely twice where like couldn't move my head. Um literally felt like somebody had stabbed me in like right here where like my shoulder meets my neck and like very limited range of motion and was like in excruciating pain and so when that was happening I like I was going to physio I was doing acupuncture I was Mm -hmm. like doing massage regularly I was doing all of the things Mm -hmm. and still all of them were helping this is what I talked about in the article like a lot of it was helping but it was only just helping me manage it and I was Mm -hmm. still in so much pain all the time Mm -hmm. and so it meant like I spent days and days and days and days and days um on the couch where I was like I can't play with you I can't do anything I can't Mm. like I can't get up because I can't even think and I was like like you were saying I was short-tempered and I was snapping and I because I was so frustrated and so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I couldn't mother the way that I wanted to mother and so there was a time where like my vaporizer sat out almost all of the time and I wouldn't ever use it in front of her because I just don't like even though it's vapor like I'm vaporizing it's vapor it's not it is not the same at all um as combustibles and smoke like they're not inhaling anything even though that was the case I didn't want her I just didn't like her in the room but Mm -hmm. I didn't hide it Mm -hmm. ever so anytime she was like, oh, mommy, what's that? Like we, we would talk about it and just, oh, that's, that's mommy's machine for her medicine. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I was using it as yeah. a medicine. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we referred to it. And I'm like, that's, that's for grownups only baby. If you ever want to try it or learn more about it when you're older, I'd, I'd be happy. Yeah. I think only referred to it as like his special plant or herb or something. Like we didn't like go into like detailed descriptions Mm. of it. He was just like, yeah, that's daddy's special plant that he smokes at night. And And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. Whatever. Yeah. He's like, well, all right. And goes off and plays with whatever and pretends to be Superman. Mm. But, um, but yeah, we've, we've talked about 
when we'd like the boys, if they have an interest in wanting to smoke it, when it would be okay for them to start smoking it. Oliver has said 21. He likes the 21, idea 21. Well, it's, it's brain development, man. Read into it. But I, I've said to him, I was just like, I definitely don't want them smoking at the age I was smoking it. I think I started smoking it when I was 14 or 15. Definitely wasn't a good idea because it had a negative impact on me because I abused it. Didn't know why. Like, didn't know how to use it. So I said to Ollie, I'd be okay uh, around, you know, 19 years old, like the legal drinking age, you know, if they decide then if they want to start smoking it, cool. And, but before then, you know, I want them to have knowledge about it. Cause I don't, I don't see me and Ollie for seeing us not consuming cannabis, you know, for the next however many years. Yep. I can't see how we wouldn't, but, um, I mean, we'll all go through seasons. Like I don't, this is the thing Like I don't use all of the time I go through seasons where it feels helpful and beneficial and mm-hmm. then seasons where it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but it will always probably be in my life in some way, mm-hmm. shape or form. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good, um, idea. It's this, you know, seasons. Cause like I have my cycle seasons, winter on mm-hmm. you know, that stuff. So I go through that and I've just started, um, micromanaging such a negative term. I don't know why I feel so negative. Micromanaging my life. And I've been basing it around my cycles. Yeah. But that's a great idea for weed as well because I find it's more beneficial for when I'm in my winter, like like autumn to winter, like right before I start mm. my bleed and while I'm bleeding because during that time I'm really introspective. Yeah. And I'd find that would be a really good tool to use. But like right now I'm in my summer, I'm ovulating. So I haven't really been smoking at all this week because I just find I have a lot of energy. Mm. Like I have a lot of energy at night to spend mm. and to have sex and do all the things. So tonight is an exception, definitely. But it's still really good. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I like that idea of, you know, figuring yeah. out when is it a good time for you personally yeah. to smoke? When is it most beneficial? And even like an even time of day, right? Yes. Like yeah. time of day and like uh-huh. time of the week. And so for me, like I, I come from a long line and generation of very addictive personality traits. Mm. Like very addiction runs high and heavy in my family. And so because of that, I have to be extra mindful mm-hmm. of my consumption. Like I... I try to keep it under, like, three times a week. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, like, when I find myself slipping into that, like, I'm doing it just because Mm -hmm. versus doing it for something. That's when you know to stop. Then I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm going to make a different decision tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Because it's just that, it's that conscious consumption, that mindful consumption of Mm -hmm. why am I doing this? How is this benefiting me or impacting me? Mm -hmm. Is it beneficial and impactful? Mm -hmm. Um, It's like that with anything in life. Yes, exactly. Food, especially. Every time I have this conversation about moderation, food is the number one thing that comes up. I continue to eat (laughs) But, like, we take food for granted. Everyone's just like, oh, you can get addicted to weed. You don't know. I'm like, you can get addicted to eating cheeseburgers, bitch. You can like, get addicted to eating anything. Any to fucking doing anything. thing. Anything in the world. Not just food. You can get addicted to anything. And by being addicted to it, it makes it bad for you. Everything in your life, use it in moderation. I don't believe it's necessarily the thing that is bad for you. It's the habit. Yeah, the, but I mean, the like, cannabis, the, the effect that that thing will have on your body, but that it's, is a it's bad the can, thing. It, the cannabis is not the issue. It's the habit of consuming, over-consuming, mm-hmm. 
that would be the problem or the, mm. the like, anyway, that's a whole other fucking can of <laughs> That's in another episode of just, just cannabis. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe. But yeah, no. So for me, like we openly have it around. Um, obviously I'm not like being careless in the sense of like no having it where they can access yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, like when it was on the table, I would yeah. usually just leave the box and then I'd take the, the hose with mm. the cannabis and put it yeah, away. Exactly. Right. But I don't want to always haul out the whole friggin' thing. No. Um, but yeah, like we're in, it, it's not in a place that they can access it and get into it because that would be not so smart. Not okay. Not so smart. Yeah. Um, but it's around in the sense that like we don't we don't hide it. We don't make a big deal about it. We're not like, mm-hmm. oh no, don't right? touch the wheel. Because I think I think the more that we do that, the more like. More taboo, it seems. Right? The more they want to, you know, be oh, like, well, I'm not allowed to sneak do it, away with it. it. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Just normalize it. I mean, Ollie and I, that was what... Uh, yeah, that's what it was. The day that that Henry asked him what, what he was doing, I remember Ollie was really uncomfortable about cleaning his vape there, and he didn't even want Henry to go in the kitchen while he was cleaning it. He was like, no, keep him away, keep him away, I can't see it. I'm like, Ollie, that is not the right way to go about it. Yeah. Let him go and see what you're doing, and just explain to him that it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Explain to him that it's just cannabis. It's that's special just mommy's dildo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's not a big deal. That's he, toy. he was like, right, okay, I don't know what, why the fuck I was doing that. Because so. we're so programmed this and is conditioned the, yes. to believe that it's such a big deal, yet you would sit on the couch and openly drink a glass of wine with your kids around. Mm-hmm. No, like, not even thinking twice about it. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I'm the opposite, mm-hmm. where we're actively trying to keep alcohol around less. Because I'm more concerned about the allure and, like, problems that can come from alcohol than I am ever about cannabis. Hmm. Right? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I never got myself in trouble because of smoking pot, but I certainly got myself in a lot of trouble drinking. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, this is the shitty thing about my upbringing is that, um, nothing to do with my mom and dad. Um, a lot of my friends, parents have said, and I quote, Sarah's a bad influence. You're not allowed to hang out with her anymore That's because shitty. it was found out that I that I smoked weed. But little did they know <clears throat> that when their sons and daughters went to parties and I was at the same party as them, I was taking care of their sons and daughters and yep. making sure that they were getting home okay. <laughs> I have taken friends to hospitals with food poison or not um, alcohol, alcohol poisoning. poisoning. I have done yeah. so much for my friends who drank too much while I was the one. Yeah. Yes, I was consuming alcohol, but at the end of the day, I was not the bad influence. I was actually the one getting your child home safe. Weed does not make me a bad person. Mm. I was actually... Cannabis does not make me a bad mother. Fuck no. Ugh. Right? Thinking about that makes me so angry, you know, because it's just... But that's the stigma. So much stigma. It's, and it's still... Oh, it's still so present, even though it's legal. Still so it's, heavy. It is easing up, though. Like, I... And this is why I think it's important that we're having mm. these conversations. Oh, this is why I wrote this article. Because I have been 
on the side of like having all these thoughts and feelings and like being scared to talk about it because I was so afraid of how I was going to be seen, how I was going to be judged, my parents finding out, um, especially growing up in like a super conservative Christian home Mm. and like what other, like what Alexis's kids, friends, parents would think Mm. and like the potential ramification of like her friendship Mm-hmm. that she may or may not be able to keep. Like, I couldn't imagine the thought of, like, her losing a friend because of my decision right. to use cannabis and openly talk about it. But the thing is, I think the it's important, and I went ahead with the article anyway, because I'm like, if I'm not contributing to the conversation and actively shifting the image of what a cannabis-consuming person or and or mother looks like Mm -hmm. well that i'm no better than anybody else yeah right so that's why it's important that we have these conversations and show up um i'm really proud of you for doing that man yeah it was a great thing that article was fantastic thank you it was really impactful and i think it spoke to a lot of mothers out there who Mm. did feel the shame and like like me i said you you know i was open with my friends and my my family some of my, our family really does not approve of weed, but they still knew that me and Ollie consumed cannabis. So my close circle knew, but I was still so, and still am a little bit, still so concerned about other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. But that okay. that relates to well, all aspects. Well, of, put, it, put it this way. Uh, for the first time in 30 years, I didn't get a birthday call from my grandmother. Fuck. And she read the article. She's the one that told my mom. Right? So it's like... How old is she? 91 yeah yeah yeah. right and and so it's like old school point of view right there and it's like it's really hard in that regard because there are going to people be people that are like so stuck in their thought process Mm -hmm. but again the only possibility of helping those people get unstuck is to show up yeah anyway we have, so yeah, the family members in our family who um, are very, very much so against it, we, uh, Oliver and I, we, we still don't hide it, you know, we still talk about it, we just normalize it, you know, because they grew up in a generation that uh, there was a lot of fear-mongering, you know, as much as my mom and dad were comfortable smoking me in the 70s, there was still, it, it was it was completely divided, the other, mm. the other half of the the population was so heavily against it, the war on drugs. So, you know, I think that's the number one thing is just keep talking about it, normalizing it, showing people that you and I are still fantastic, amazing mothers. Mm. We are still contributing members of society. Mm -hmm. We are still intellectual. We are still all these other things that you can list. And we smoke cannabis. Yeah. 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 Um, You're multitasking. You're doing tarot and you're talking. And... <laughs> what did you drop? A really good card. Material we can read that after. And spiritual prosperity. I know. I was like, I just, I don't know why. I just picked it up and I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this. And it jumped out. So I was like, oh, I'll take that. Um, oh, fuck. I was going to say something again. It's totally, it's totally gone out of my brain. Um, I love, one thing I really like is how, um, how mindful I can be with my thinking Mm -hmm. and with my 
choosing of words when I am high. Right? Right? Yeah, you really put so much more thought into what kind of comes out of your mouth. Sometimes. I mean, you get on a roll and you're in flow and it yeah. just goes. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes down to like, what am I going to say? What do I want to say? What's mm-hmm. impactful? Do you and Jeff, like, when you guys smoke together, do you, like, have really deep conversations? Sometimes. Yeah. But usually, um, I'll be completely honest, when I'm using at the end of the day, sometimes I am using to the point of, like, I'm going to melt into this couch. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, no. We're turning on the Netflix and just zoning the hell out. Mm. And a lot of the times, um, we take turns when it comes to evening toking Mm. because again it's like a lot of the times it's that like i i just want to check out for a few minutes right but it's again it's that making that conscious decision of this is what i need one week tonight is to just shut it off Mm -hmm. and shut it down because i find i find for me especially it's really hard there's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 but I mean, like, it's it's really hard for me. Especially, our house is really small. Our house is very small. And she's very attached. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but she just went, <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> Fallon's super attached. And so, Jeff will take her at night and, like, wear her and put her to sleep. Mm. But sometimes she'll, like, scream for five minutes first. And so it's really hard for me yeah to be in that space mm-hmm. and like let him parent in that moment mm-hmm. so that's when i'm like i need to like peace yeah. for for five minutes yeah and not oh not i totally hear get it that. right like and it's not that i don't hear it but it it helps me kind of choose to go inward or like zone out on the tv mm-hmm. instead and, and it's not yeah. like this sounds a little shitty because it's like oh you're just letting your baby cry forever no it's like a five minute Mm-hmm. window of she's tired needs to go to bed nursing her is not working mm-hmm. and i'm tapped out i'm touched out i'm spent mm-hmm. and i don't want to just crawl into bed yeah right yeah so it's like it's those nights yeah yeah, yeah. and so jeff won't because he's on like primary daddy duty and especially it's different where it's like fallon is very needy and very clingy and like you can't just put her down and yeah. hang out yeah. and she's not at a space where she'll sleep alone mm-hmm. right so it's like we bed share she won't sleep without a human beside her for more than like 20 minutes <sighs> right which is why i don't get a lot of sex right now my mm. my libido's coming back though which is great yes uh it's like and my panties have have been a little bit wet lately which i'm like woo victory <laughs> um and so it's like I can slowly feel a little bit of <gasps> cosmic honey mm. returning. Um, and it's frustrating because it's like I still can't really act mm. on so much of it because mm. she is such a high needs kid yeah. for right now. And I, like, great, attachment parenting is what I'm here for. Uh, but this is why, like, I do occasionally use cannabis to just yeah. whoosh, done. Done. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I can't. I can't leave and shut the door and go into a basement. So no. I can like mentally. Yeah. Leave and shut the door. I still can like actively choose to turn on mm-hmm. and deal and do whatever I need to. But. Yeah. It's real good to. 
yeah. choose to not yeah. for a little bit. Um, Holly and I, we used to do that when um, I was drinking because uh, I always just found that like being drunk and being high are two totally different sensations. And mm. when I feel um, tipsy, because I would never get drunk at home, I would just get tipsy. Yeah, yeah. It only take me a glass of wine. But it's to the point where I, you know you can't drive. I was never going to take the chance. So it was, if I was going to have a glass of wine, Ollie wasn't going to toke. Um, or if he did want to toke, it would be like a microdose and I would have half a glass of wine or something like that. Mm. It, you know, it's to the point where you know that if something happened in the house, one of you is okay to drive. Mm. But if one of us wanted to check out, if I say, you know, I do want to have this full glass of wine, I do want to get a little bit tipsy tonight, it's the weekend, then we would take turns over it. But now, our boys, we're very, very fortunate. Our boys are good sleepers. And I know I'm... When I had Henry the doctor told me, he said, or she said, don't tell any other than the new mothers how well Henry sleeps. And I was like, okay, all right. I felt bad. So I don't, but. No, you don't have to feel bad if you have I know, a child but that sleeps great. I'm not going to, I'm not going to brag about it is that's what I'm saying. Um, so both of our boys, they go to bed. <laughs> so your children are unicorns is what you are telling <laughs> yeah, me. basically. <laughs> they go to bed. They're unicorns. The unicorns go to bed. At uh, between seven and eight every night, Rowan usually taps out first and then Hank. And then Ollie and I, our deal is we don't smoke through the week. Although so Wednesdays are self-care days, so if we choose to smoke, whatever, it's optional. <laughs> I love it. And then weekends, you're free to toke. So on the weekends, we'll toke together. But it's not to the point of being absolutely blitz the fuck no. out. Because vaporizing is totally different. Like, the times that we've smoked a joint together, we have said, like, we've only smoked a joint together once over the last couple months. We're like, never again. Because we were obliterated. We were just on the couch vegging out. Totally different. But all we had was, like, literally a toke. A toke off of a joint each. And Mm -hmm. we were fucked. I do not enjoy combustibles. (laughs) Do not enjoy them. They are not my cup of tea. But, uh... But yeah, just, again, conscious consumption in all areas of your life, but especially if you choose to Mm. smoke, definitely conscious consumption of cannabis. And not just smoke. Like, again, there's so much outside of smoking. There's smoking, there's vaping, there's dabbing, there's, like... um, Edibles, man. Edibles. There's topicals. Yeah. There's fucking lube, like... Can't wait to try. Which I'm I'm so excited to, to like, (gasps) continue that conversation. Um, if you're not in the momgasm den and you've ever wanted to know what THC lube is like, I did a wicked live video. I think it's like 28 minutes long where I like shared my experience with THC lube. And if you are a mom and you have a vagina and especially if she's a little bit dry lately, (laughs) let me tell you, you need some THC lube. Even if she's not dry, she just needs a little, little tweaking. Oh, or if like your libido is not... Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give away the secrets. I'm yeah. not gonna give away the secrets. Go to the you, den. You've got to go to the den, um, because it was like it was life. Link in the description. Life, <laughs> fucking changing. Like it was so good, and it it really made my appreciation for this plant deepen so much, mm-hmm. right? Because again, it's like the thing that I love so much about cannabis is it's so versatile, mm-hmm. and again, this is why like don't blame the plant if you had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Um, blame your lack of education and knowledge. Yeah. Right? 
yeah. or the person Preach. who passed it to you who Preach. didn't take a fucking minute to yeah. talk to you about it. Yeah. Like there have been so many people in my life that are like, oh, weed is just not for me. And I'm like, cool, that's great. Or it could be that you just didn't find the right thing for you. And yeah. I'm not saying that everyone should smoke no. or use or Seasons of your whatever. life as well. Right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but if you have tried it and had a negative experience, maybe give it another try. Like give it, give it a couple get months. yourself, but get yourself with somebody who does know their way around mm-hmm. a plant and knows their way around different methods yes, and yeah. like, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then give it a go. And it's like, there's again, edibles is a big thing that I get really passionate about. Um, because so many people have gone to that party and eaten that fucking nondescript weed brownie and greened the fuck out. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, yes! I've <laughs> taken Oliver to the hospital. What? Oh, no, I haven't. I didn't take him. I met him at the hospital because it was his first time doing edibles. Oh, no. no one told him that the marijuana that was in it was, like, medical-grade cancer oh, great. marijuana. He ate the entire cookie. No. And before that, he also smoked. No one informed him of that. So no. he ended up passing out. They had to take him to the hospital because he had super low bl- blood pressure. And I shouldn't be laughing, but... But I... Oh, my God. I was pregnant with Henry, by the way. I was, like, 38 what? weeks he- pregnant. Oh, how mad were you? Oh, girl. <laughs> oh. I got to the hospital. The Oliver's friends, they came and picked me up. And all the way in the car, I was just like, what the goddamn shit is this? I am pregnant and I have to do with this? And they're like, Sarah, you can't, you can't be mad. I was like, you can't tell me that I can't be fucking mad. Oh my God. I got there. There he is in a stretcher in the hallway. <laughs> Pass the fuck out. Just sleeping. <laughs> I go over to him. Just like, Oliver, wake up. And he was like, what is going on? I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. I'm 38 weeks pregnant. I lost it. Meanwhile, the two ambulance driver, they're women. They are clapping. They're actually clapping and nodding. They're like, you go, girl. You fucking give it to him. That's so, yeah. Actually, it's so good. Edibles. So, so many Get people, to know them. So many people have Fuck. had bad experiences with edibles. Yeah. Um, you have to start small. You have to start small. You have to wait, like, up to two hours before you increase. Mm. Yeah. I am... Like, such a fan of microdosing with edibles, though, because, again, it, it lasts longer, it's, like, more consistent, I'm not having to use my lungs at all, like, I just, mm-hmm. I love it so much, but it's, like, it took me some time to find that, like, finite amount mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And I got all fucking sciency up in my kitchen That's what you and like do. I was measuring shit out. I took time picking the strain that I wanted to make my mm-hmm. butter with and I like seriously had a fucking calculator out and was like, "Okay, well if this made this many cookies and they all weigh this much, then this is how much THC, this is how much CBD. So if I divide the cookie in half, I get this much. If I divide mm-hmm. the cookie in four, I get this much." And like than trying the different dosages yeah. to find the right one for me. And it was See, awesome. People listening might think that that is, you know, too detailed. But the thing about you is that you're also a nutritionist. And what you do <laughs> is you break down things about food. So this well, is what I want. Really. But this is how I want to simplify it is that if you care so much about the food that you put into your body diet-wise, if you say, mm. I want to go on this diet because these foods are negatively impacting me by giving me this, that, the other, or whatever... So consciously oh, no, consume. No, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, hold on. I, this hold is on. Like Just diet. let me finish this thought or it will leave. It will leave. It will leave. So it will leave me. 
if you care enough about the food that you're putting in your body and you're choosing which foods to put in your body, then choose how you put even um, weed, alcohol into your body. Figure out how it affects you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choose. Just awareness. Just awareness. Exactly. But that's what I'm, I'm simplifying. Um, my my nitpicking was like diet. Diet culture is bullshit and I fucking hate it. Oh, diet. God, yeah. <laughs> that's another episode. But everyone else... For you and I, we don't believe in diet culture. That's a totally different it's topic. Fucked, but, but a lot of our other people that we know do believe in that. Yeah, and, and it, 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 like, yeah. like I'm, I, I was just being nitpicky with like the choice of words of like dieting because you can. No, but you thank eat, you. Because you can eat mindfully, and it has nothing to do with dieting. Like yeah, it's, it's dieting more, is bullshit. Yes. I, I would love to talk about this more, to be really honest, because <laughs> I have a lot of anger. Well, I'm it. also like, this is where my like holistic yeah. nutritionist rage comes in. Yeah, but the, we'll we'll save that. But what I, essentially what I'm doing is like, I I went the fucking back door routes. Like eventually, this is why I'm excited and talking about this now mm. is because edibles are coming into the market in October. They are, are they? Yeah. So they're coming to the market. Edibles um, and concentrates are coming in October. Um, this year wow so that's why i'm like it is really exciting so i made my own so if you are making your own yeah you better do the math you better sit down Mm -hmm. you better figure out what's in the cookies how it's going to make you feel waiting the right amount of time so that you don't Mm -hmm. make a poor choice and then have a batch of cookies that you can't use if you do call me Mm -hmm. um (laughs) excuse me (laughs) attractive but what's great is like as the edibles roll out they'll have those numbers and all of the math done for you so when you're buying something it's mm-hmm. not just like indica sativa whatever it's this much um micrograms of cbd this much micrograms of thc in this particular one in this package and then in this package there's six so that means each one has five or two or whatever. Okay. Right? So it's like all of the math will be done for you. And then it's just a matter of like, oh, if I take one gummy bear, that's three. Okay, well, I need two gummy bears. And then I'm right at the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. If I have three gummy bears, that's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So I'm doing the same thing. I just have to fucking bootstrap it mm-hmm. and figure out all of the chemistry and math and yeah. things myself. Fuck. Because I'm making it myself. And then if I'm giving it to somebody, like I gave one two. to you. Yeah. And I was like, hey, there's roughly this much THC, this much CBD in each cookie. Mm-hmm. So I recommend like, don't start with any more than half. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's like, I can at least pass and impart No, that's that fantastic. Then that's what everyone should be doing. Right? Yeah. So it's, but like, you don't have to be a mad scientist because in October, it's, Thank God. It, they're going to be here and we're going to be able to get them. I don't want to be really a mad great. scientist. Right? I'm already a mad mom. I'm already <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> oh my God, my favorite. <gasps> Mommy, you make cookies. Sorry, love. These are... <laughs> These are mommy's medicine cookies. I will make you different cookies. She was so bummed. What's funny though is like she was really bummed for like a minute and she's like, okay, I understand. Oh, no. Wow. Right? Wow. I would be mad about the cookies. I'd be like, give me my fucker cookies. But like where I said, I was like, no, these are actually for mommy's medicine. And like, I'll keep them in the freezer. Mm. Uh, And then I just take it out as I need it. And she still knows like, oh, mommy, is that one of your medicine cookies? I'm like, yeah, it is. Oh, right. And so for me, it's like, it's also a nicer way to like have it in the house. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, oh, Oh, right. Here's a question I get a lot. Here's a question I get a lot. What do you think about cannabis and breastfeeding? Oh, fuck. So this is one that I get. That's a doozy. So much. Mm-hmm. And this is like all I'm going to say about it. Um, 
and it kind of feeds back into our disclaimer where there is not enough research. There's not enough yeah. research at all. There have not been enough studies done. There's not been enough like viable studies done. Yeah. There's not been enough like long-term studies done. Yep. And so as a mother, it is a very personal choice. Yep. You have to make a personal choice. And I firmly believe that there's nobody that can adequately advise you of whether or not you should or shouldn't consume cannabis as a pregnant woman or as a nursing mom because we don't have the information. Mm -hmm. So you really have to do all of your research in the sense of like look things up, read things, get get yourself some knowledge, and then make an informed choice from that space base for yourself absolutely right and so like that's that's what I'm having to do and because of that that's also one of the reasons that like my consumption is on the lower side it's also why um I choose higher CBD versus lower THC options right yeah so um one account that is really really good that I think every one who is a parent who is interested in using cannabis or is actively using cannabis should follow is cannabis and parenthood. So I've been like directing so many people here. We've already mentioned Mm -hmm. her name once. Her name's Kira. She, I believe is in the States, maybe California. I don't know. I could be lying. Um, but she has like a science mind. So she goes and like every single study that comes out, she takes it apart, she reads it, and then she like condenses it and shares it in a way that makes more sense. That's awesome. And so it's like this amazing resource um, of studies and information directly relating to like cannabis and motherhood and cannabis and parenthood. Mm -hmm. And then it's also like sharing stories of people and her um, that use cannabis and are also happen to be parents mm-hmm. and like what's that like for them some of the things that they've dealt with and faced um and it's just so good like it's just it's so good it is a wealth of knowledge i would love to have her on the podcast someday yeah, and, and chat with her she would be fantastic um yeah she, like she's doing so much good stuff and so for me that's one of the accounts that i like dove into mm-hmm. heavy mm-hmm. where i was like just eating up all of the studies and like making more sense of it. And then I made my choice, Mm -hmm. um, based on that. And then I, I'm like using the way that I'm using Mm -hmm. and feeling good about it because of that. Yeah. Right. The breastfeeding and, and cannabis, that was, that was probably the biggest topic that weighed on my mind when I started using cannabis again, because when I started using it again, I was still breastfeeding Roland. Um, so I think, yeah, the first time that I smoked it, I must have, I must have already had, uh, maybe that was when I was switching to formula with Roland. And so I knew, I think Oliver had informed me or told me that there, you know, he had heard that if you smoke cannabis and you're breastfeeding that you can't feed your babies like 48 or it's like, what? maybe it's like two weeks. No. Stays okay, in no, your no. system no, for what a it long is, what time. It is, they can trace THC in some women. It's not all women. This is the other thing. In some women, yeah, they can trace THC up to six days after right they've had cannabis. Yeah, so but uh, what they that, don't tell you, yeah, is the amount is so minuscule. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. this is like there's two sides to everything. Mm-hmm. But that was just the one thing that weighed on my mind. So that was the biggest thing, I guess, with cannabis and being a mother. Like, I never thought, 
oh, you know, I shouldn't use cannabis because I'm a mom. The number one thing that weighed in my mind was using cannabis while I was breastfeeding because I didn't do the research. I didn't really know anyone who was breastfeeding and smoking cannabis. It still seems wrong to me, but I'm learning that. What up? But I'm learning, I'm reading all of this research, you know, what is coming out. I was just reading something the other day on Facebook. It was someone had shared some research about breastfeeding and being a mother. I was reading about it. Um, so yeah, I'm doing the research. I'm not breastfeeding anymore, but I still find it interesting. I want to know. I am. Um, yeah. And I did with, with both. I mean, with Alexis, I didn't start until I think she was one and a half before I started introducing cannabis again. And it was mm. very like sparse. Cause yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't know. Minuscule amounts. Um, but like we, I went and did a lot of research. Jeff and I sat down. Jeff did a lot of research. Like, we talked about it. We, like, it wasn't just this, like, willy-nilly, fuck, and I'm going to make a decision. We weighed out the pros and cons. um, And, like, my physical and mental Mm well-being. And it made sense, right? And, I mean, and every mom who's ever used cannabis and had children and been nursing or pregnant or whatever will say this like I've seen no ramifications with my child whatsoever yeah. right but, you hear but that that's just anecdotal like it yeah. doesn't really no. tell us anything yeah I want to see but that being said I have seen no yeah. <laughs> no um ramifications whatsoever yeah uh with either either of my kids and I mean it, you can't, it's such a personal decision. Ew, it absolutely Such is. a personal decision. But there are so many different ways that cannabis is actively being used by pregnant women and nursing women. So like, mm-hmm. like I was saying, postpartum anxiety was huge for me. Postpartum depression, not something that I experienced, but I know women that have used cannabis for postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, mm-hmm. um, for, um, excuse me, um, Morning sickness is a big one. Yeah, that was the one thing that was one. mentioned in that study. It was a lot of women were using it in their pregnancy for morning sickness. It was the one thing that really helped. And Alyssa, when she was pregnant with um, Scarlett, she had morning sickness the entire pregnancy. And they put her on medication that was equivalent oh. to chemo patients' medication. Mm-hmm. She had gravatum something. I don't know. Her, yeah, her, I, hyper, 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 blah, blah, gravatum. Yeah. She had that. Hyper blah, 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 grab it. So when I was reading that study, I was just like, fuck, like that would have been something. I mean, I don't, I don't think Alyssa would have used it, but maybe that would have been something that could have helped her way more than, than the medication she was on. And a lot of the medications that they recommend are super not safe either. So that's oh, where yeah. I'm, that's where I'm like, can we, what I would love is to have the research. To yeah. have the research, to be able to willingly sign up for a study that's like, please study me, please study my kids, yeah. watch us for 10 years, see what goes on, mm-hmm. please. Like, I want this information to be accessible, mm-hmm. um, and it sucks that it's not, mm-hmm. but because it's not, we have to, like, take what we can and mm-hmm. then make make an informed decision from yeah. there. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add or try? I feel like you and I could talk about this for yeah. hours and years, but I'm yeah. like, I feel like we're an hour and a half deep already. Yeah, and... we gotta wrap up. Mm-hmm. No, I think the biggest thing that's drilling people is just constant, conscious consumption of cannabis. Be mindful. Be mindful yeah, in your choices. Absolutely mindful. I'm still eating chips. <laughs> um, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, but like, be mindful. Um, be aware Mm-hmm. Of what you're choosing, how it affects you, mm-hmm. um, 
And also be open to trying new things. Yeah. Right? Like, if you know nothing about the world of cannabis, but you are interested, you are curious, we have a story you want to share, come chat with us in the den. I'm Again, like, we're not here to advise or tell you what to do, but we're definitely open to having these conversations. And, like, how about you just have a sounding board, too, when it comes to this stuff? Yeah. Sometimes that's what you need the most. And, like, sending resources when we can. Yes. Right? Definitely all the resources. Yeah. So, with that being said, if you're not already, because we've only said it about six times this episode, (laughs) get your buns in the den, because this is where we get to continue the conversation. This is where we get to dive deeper. This is where we get to have our safe space to, like, have all the lady chats with their vulvas out and doing the things. Don't worry, we're not actually sharing pictures of our vulvas, because I'm pretty sure Facebook wouldn't let us. Yeah. Otherwise, we might. Let's be real. We probably would. Um... But this is how you can stay up to date with what's going on, how you can connect to us on a deeper level, because I think that's important. Um, And we can connect to you, which is the most important. So please be in there if you're not already there. And of course, follow us on social media. If you somehow found this podcast and are not following us on Instagram yet or Facebook, I also highly recommend that. Wouldn't you, Sarah? Definitely. Totes. (laughs) (laughs) With that, thank you again for tuning in. We love you. Two fucking pieces. Stay freaky, stay wild, and enjoy all the juiciness that life has to offer. You, you.